Welcome back to The Road to Seven with Sheila Cummins. I have the most fantastic interview for you today. I sat down with Precious Rogers and we talked all about starting your own agency. And she shared her evolution from going from absolutely beginner starting being a VA to having a very niched agency that supports entrepreneurs with their Pinterest boards. Presh Rogers is a Pinterest marketing expert and ads specialist. Or you might just want to refer to her as the Pinterest badass. She helps online coaches, service providers, and content creators pimp Pinterest to get more eyes on their content, grow their email list with action takers, and overall skyrocket their visibility with and without ads. When she's not giving out high energy, good laughs, or sunshine vibes, you can find her sipping her favorite drink of the day, dancing around for fun, or watching her latest Netflix binge. If Pinterest has been on your radar, you need to listen to this interview. If you have not yet capitalized on the power of Pinterest as a search engine tool for your business, you also need to be listening to this interview because Presh drops some amazing nuggets, not only on her business journey, but about Pinterest itself. Welcome to The Road to Seven. I'm your host, Sheila Cummins. I am an entrepreneur, a mentor, an investor, a wife, and mom to three beautiful children. Women entrepreneurs are up-leveling and changing the rules for business strategy, leadership, success, money, and impacting the world every single day. The Road to Seven is the diary of business strategy for women entrepreneurs. We meet you where you're at in your business and champion you along the road to your vision. And I am honored you chose to join us today. Ready to go? Buckle up. It's time to hit the road. I met my guest today in a couple coaching programs, one where I was speaking and I learned more about her business and became really intrigued and then started following her. And then we ended up in a similar coaching program or actually in the same coaching program was where I got reconnected with Precious Rogers, who if you don't know her, you absolutely need to know her because she works within the, I guess we'll call it the Pinterest world. And if you're not using Pinterest for your business yet, you need to because it is a hidden gem. And I am so excited to share the story of Presh and how she got to where she is today. And I know that you will enjoy listening to this interview as much as I do. Precious, thank you so much for coming and joining us today. Thank you for having me. I'm excited. Well, we're excited to have you and we're excited to learn from you. Have you always been a Pinterest badass or how did you get involved in this world? No, I actually started out as a general virtual assistant almost two years ago. And I really just wanted to do something that allowed me to like a lot of people, the freedom to travel and really kind of have my own schedule. And I had heard about being a virtual assistant when I lived abroad. And I'm like, well, I can try that and see what happens. I had no idea there was this whole online world of people out here being coaches and businesses and all this amazing stuff until I really got into it. 
And then I was like, oh, I can like actually have like my own business. I can really build a team from this and really grow more than I even imagined. So that's how I really got into it. And my first client is actually was actually my first Pinterest client as well. But I was working with her for admin work, but she had a Pinterest. And I was like, of course, I can help you with it. I'm a virtual assistant. I can do everything. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I can do it all. And it really is how I got into it. I did some research, did some courses, and then I just really fell in love with it. Wow. What is it about Pinterest that really drew you in? How did you know that that was your genius that you wanted to play within? Yeah, I love that it was different from like the normal social media. You know, it's not social media. It is a search engine. And I think what I love most about it is that it's the underdog. I love rooting for the underdog. And it's a very long-term strategy. You don't have, to, you know, Instagram and Facebook is like kind of right now. Once you put something up there, people have to see it right now in order to take action. Whereas on Pinterest, you can put something in on, on the platform and people just have to search for it to find it. So I love how you can meet people where they are in their journey. Oh, that's so cool. And I love the distinction that you just made between sort of a regular social media platform and this hidden gem of Pinterest as it's more of a search engine tool versus uh, let me pin you my new fabulous, you know, latest podcast and then you right. can see it and then it'll disappear into eternity. Right. Uh, what were you <laughs> doing before becoming a VA? What was going on before? Yeah, so I, I've been, I've done so many things. I just always laugh, but um, I was an English teacher in South Korea for three years. So mm -hmm. that's what I did. And none of this is in my major that I have student loans for. I was a IT major. I have a master's and a bachelor's in IT. And I thought I was going to work at Google. And that was the plan when I moved back. But then I was like, I don't want to do corporate America. I don't want to be tied to two weeks vacation in America. So I needed something that was different and really was going to fit with what I wanted to do. Yeah, I love that. I'm a recovering teacher is what I say. I taught for 13 years in the classroom and I've been out for more now. I've been out for 13 years. So we're sort of, I've been out as long as I was in. Wow. Um, and they say that teachers sort of, they make the best entrepreneurs. What were some of the pieces from your IT journey, your master's in IT, teaching English in South Korea? How did that set you up to be able to start this agency that you've built? I think for me, I never really realized how much I love teaching. I don't like teaching English <laughs> to middle school students, but I do love like actually helping people understand things. My top strengths is influencing. So I am all about, you know, getting in front of people, helping them see certain things, really influencing them to be and, you know, on, on Pinterest for right now. And for me, I just love being able to really see people have those aha moments from me helping them see it. And that's what I think I really got from teaching is just the whole aspect of knowing how to teach someone and really having that patience around teaching. Yeah. And then as far as IT goes, it's just the more structured back inside of things. Cause I was more on the, I wanted to build apps and all that stuff and code. So I was really kind of that nerdy part of it, not like the outside things, but the back inside of things sometimes. But it makes sense because I think Pinterest has a lot of that back end strategy to it that, you know, an Instagram or a Facebook doesn't really require. So it makes sense to me that all of that sort of has set you up on that platform. So you said that your first Pinterest client, you were a VA for. 
take me back to that initial moment where you said, yep, I'm going out on my own. I'm going to launch this thing called a virtual assistant agency. I'm going to help people. How did you get that first client? I am really big on cold pitching. Mm -hmm. So I was in a program called 90 day VA and we had like a challenge to cold pitch. I think it was 25 potential clients in one week. And yeah, it was intense. I did get like three or four clients from that pretty early on. So I started, I think I did 90 day VA in May of 2019. And I got my first client in probably the end of June, early July. Yeah. So it was pretty quickly before I was even finished with the program. (laughs) And so, yeah, I got them from co-pitching. So I was really good at sending out emails and really being very strategic in how I did it. It wasn't just like the standard, like, copy and paste type of thing. It was it was templated, but it was in a way that they know that I'm actually researching who they are. I've actually looked into them. I actually know why I want to work with them. And so that's how I really got my first clients. That's amazing. And I love that concept. You know, I think for women, we sometimes shy away from that collaborative marketing effort for whatever reason. And for you, that was sort of the tipping point was being able to co-pitch. How did you choose who you pitched with? What did that look like? (sighs) I think I did a lot of research on Instagram, really just finding people. My first one, she's a blogger and an influencer. She's actually still my client. I only do Pinterest now for her. But yeah, that's how I really found her. Like I, I followed her on Instagram already. I think most of them, I I was just like on Instagram, kind of like looking for the type of client that I think I wanted to work with and if they would need someone. I think it's much easier as a VA because I was a general VA. So I'm getting them at the point where they might still be growing in their business and they don't have the time to really find a VA, but they kind of know they need a VA. So a lot of the people that I ended up becoming my client is that they knew they needed a VA, but they were at that point where they were kind of so busy, they couldn't take the time to actually search for one. So I'm like hitting them like, Hey, by the way, since you already need one, I'm already here. (laughs) Right. By the way, you need to contact me. How hard was it to shift to pitching yourself? It was, I think, getting used to seeing myself as like a business on my own and seeing myself as like the expert, even as a VA, like I'm still, I'm helping you in your business, but I'm not coming on as an employee Mm -hmm. and getting used to that when you're having those discovery calls, you're not interviewing, you know, they're not interviewing you, you're interviewing each other to see if you're going to be a good match for one another. So I think that was like the hardest part, because you come from that mindset of being interviewed for a job that you think you have to like, be so quiet or shy or like, take the step back. But it's really no, we're kind of like making sure that we can work together. Yeah, yeah. So you're actually not selling yourself, you're selling the impact that you have. Yeah, I think that's so brilliant. And I think there's a lot of people that need to remember that. Because the number one thing I hear is, you know, women say, Oh, I'm no good at selling myself, I can't put myself out there, where it has nothing to do with you. It has everything to do with the outcome of what it is that you sell. So what a great reminder. Yeah. What about now I met you, I'm going to say it was about two years ago, I think, maybe a year and a half. It wasn't even that long ago. (laughs) Wasn't it? Was it probably around this time last year? Yeah, Um, I've spoken to that group twice. And that's right. There was one in the spring and then one in the fall. So you were so in you the spring. Did, I was, yeah, I started in the spring. So I did yeah. both the spring and the fall. So we might have did, I might have seen you both times that way too. But yeah, a year and a half. Gosh, it feels like forever. I look back and I, I always tell people that story of like when I first started working with Tasha in February of 2020, I was still a VA with all these things that I was offering that she was yeah. like, 
Do you even like doing all these things? Yeah. No, I don't. Well, when I met you, you were Pinterest and Instagram. You were leveraging both simultaneously. Yes. And then I've been watching you as you've evolved into really niching into the Pinterest field. What was it like beginning to say no to the Instagram work and really saying, yes, this is only how I'm going to help you? Because that's a really, really scary, bad <laughs> boss move yes I'm a big believer in like manifestation and yeah. all those things in the universe and I've learned you have to be very very careful what you say because the universe will listen and then all of a sudden the people like the things you don't want anymore start disappearing so for me I was not enjoying doing Instagram work anymore so a lot of my clients started pivoting and it was just made it easier for me and then I just was like okay you know, at the end of 2020, I'm not going to offer the services anymore. I'm going to really lean into Pinterest because in the beginning, I love how they can work well together and there are two different types of platforms and I enjoy talking about them both. But then I realized I don't enjoy actually remembering or learning all the new things around Instagram anymore. And it's just something that I'm actually good at for myself. And I can kind of tell people what to do, but I'm not like trying to stay in that zone of genius. Mm -hmm. And so it was really hard because it, it is scary because at the time, majority of my clients were Instagram clients because that's why I started at first sure. before I really dived into Pinterest. So it was definitely a scary thing. But like I said, I'm also a believer in like manifesting what I want and just kind of leaning into my zone of genius more. And it really has turned out for the best. And so what have, what was the hardest part of making that shift? And what has been the positive repercussions of making that shift? Talk to us about both sides of the coin. The hardest part was probably the income shift in the beginning. Sure. Because there's that lull, isn't there? Yes. Probably like fall of last year, I was like at the lower end of my spectrum from where I was like, I had grew, of course, in the beginning of the year. And then I was going down because I was like, a lot of the clients were pivoting. And then I was leaning into Pinterest, but I wasn't getting as many clients as I wanted to for the offers that I was offering. And I just kept showing up. And I think for me, I, I saw that this year. So like, you just really got to keep showing up and being in that zone of genius because people are watching you mm -hmm. more than I ever think, because I've gotten referrals this year from people I've never really interacted with that are also Pinterest people, but they no longer do Pinterest. And I'm like, I didn't even really ever like interact with you, but you've sent someone my way because you clearly follow me on Instagram or something yes. like that, which yes. is like crazy to me because you just never know who's watching you. And a lot of the clients that I've gotten this year have been from referrals or have been people who've been watching me for a while. Well, when you look at your marketing, it's so streamlined. Thank you. But there is no doubt in the world about how you're going to be impacting a small business. And I love how it's the perfect blend of here's things that you can be doing. Here's some of the mistakes that you're making. And then here's how I can help you. Right. And I, I, think, I think that's important. And I think if you were still doing the Instagram and Pinterest, it'd be really hard to have that targeted market. Are you a one woman show press or have you got a team around you? I'm growing into, I say a boutique agency. I had PAs where one of them is leaving me. Oh no. Well, both of them, see, it's so sad. Both of them are leaving me. 
one has already left. I'm proud of them. She got like a full-time job with her, one of her clients. So I'm okay. like, that's amazing. And the other one, she gave me two months notice. So she doesn't leave into the middle of next month. But I'm just so sad because I love them. They were my first hires last yeah. year. So now I have to hire again this month. <laughs> I'm not yeah. excited about it. But yes, yeah, so I do have VAs. And then I'm growing to get Pinterest people under me to help with the management. Right. Yeah, I would imagine you are getting very full very quick. What have been the hardest parts about hiring? I'm very, I have to let go of being afraid of hiring the wrong person. Because mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm yeah. like, I want them to be like, perfect. Like my first two hires were pretty great. So I'm like, I really want to be able to get those people that really understand my business, really want to work with me, really understand my energy and can fit within my energy and actually compliment me really well, and are actually willing to get better than me in certain aspects, because I don't want you to only think that I'm the only, you know, genius in something that's all about Pinterest. I want us all to be geniuses or working towards that. So I think it's just really being able to interview the right people and being mm -hmm. okay if it doesn't work out. Yeah, that's the hardest part, isn't it? And, you know, I've sometimes had people on my team, and I've just white gloved them and treated them like always walking on eggshells, even though I knew I needed to let them go, because I didn't want to let them go. I didn't want to hurt their feelings. But inevitably, what happened every time we sort of parted ways, they found something that was just perfect for them. Right. And, you know, I think part of our job as business owners is to give other people experiences to help launch them onto their next phase. Like the two VAs that are currently working with you, you've yeah. obviously given them such a strong platform on which to jump that they're going out on their own. Yeah, and that's it's great. It's, it's amazing. Like, oh, and now I have to hire again. <laughs> yeah. The good thing is I do have like a lot of SOPs in place that I didn't have before. So it yeah. shouldn't be as strenuous as it was in the, mm -hmm. the first time hiring. Mm -hmm. It's just, you know, just finding the right people and hoping they're able to like pick up this like, and because I, I don't like to have to like micromanage anyone. I want this to be your thing, whatever I hire you for. I want it to be your thing after a few months. Yeah, absolutely. That empowerment's big. It's also hard to give up that control. Yes, but I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good place to be fresh. It's a good place to be along your journey. I mean, it, it hasn't been a long time, but it's been an intense year in a bit. What have been the most challenging parts for you? Most challenging parts, understanding that there's going to be like ebbs and flows when it comes to certain things. And then also really listening to my body and giving myself a lot of grace because mm -hmm. I have a tendency to think I can do everything. And then I realize I cannot. <laughs> and then <laughs> I am an Enneagram three. So we tend to do the most. Basically, me and Tasha are the same person. I don't know if she ever told you that, but we really are. We like Enneagram threes, the same personality types. She's nice. an influencer. Nice. <laughs> but yeah, so it's like always remembering that I have to take a step back. I have to remind myself that, you know, even if I want to do 50,000 things in quarter two, I really only can do two, maybe three yeah. and start getting better with that. And which is something that I have been working hard on because I don't want to burn out at all. Yeah. And just a quick shout out to Tasha Booth, who runs the Launch Guild yes. and just Tasha. And she also runs TashaBooth.com. And she has built a million dollar agency. And being an Enneagram 3 has served her very well, by the way. So I think it'll help serve you. How? So. What was the impact for you with COVID? Did it have a big impact? I don't think so. Not for me, because that's when I started the coaching program and everything. Um, I was really, I think, 
because I was about six or seven months into my business. Cause yeah, around that time. And I think it was more just scary because you just never know what's going to happen. Mm -hmm. But I didn't really have it a really impact on my business. I didn't, none of my clients had to pivot. So it was really, I was really fortunate in that way. Wow. That's huge. That's good. I think I've, I've talked to a couple of people who when they COVID it now, I'm in Canada, it was a little bit different for us versus in the US. Yeah. You know, in Canada, we just our whole country just came to a standstill. And in the US, I think the economy kept has been rolling at a significantly different pace than we have. So I think that's amazing. If you were to go back, actually, before I ask you that question, I have one more. Mm -hmm. You know, you invested in a learning program, right off the bat when you launched this soon becoming empire that you've built. What made you invest or how did you know that you needed to make that investment? How did you know it was the right move? That's what I want to ask you. I did it. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it was a pretty quick decision too, because Tasha was my first coach and mm -hmm. I came across her maybe in January and joined her program in February. And it was just more so our feeling from her energy and everything like that. I knew I needed something to actually grow because at that point I was getting clients. I was probably at 4K around that time. I had been in business maybe like six months. So I think it was pretty well. I just knew I was doing everything and I knew I needed someone to really guide me on how to really hone in on my zone of genius and really mm -hmm. get to the point that I wanted to be, which I really didn't even know really where I wanted to go. I just knew that I wanted to build something amazing. And so for me, it was just kind of like stepping on and seeing what's going to happen at that point in time. That was January, February. I didn't know the world was going to be like crazy. <laughs> I just remember being so scared. And I used to refer to Tasha as the woman that I pay a certain amount of money to for like mm -hmm. the first month too because I was like this is scary like you're paying somebody all this money and like of course like friends who are not in like this industry or online space they're like you're paying somebody how much money I'm like this, <laughs> this is apparently a normal thing guys but like maybe like six weeks into it I was like this is exactly like what I needed after like around June of last year so I was still in Tasha's program I invested in another coach that was more specifically Pinterest based so she mm -hmm. she really really helped me as well Catherine Morehouse mm -hmm. so she helps her to fine-tune your processes so you could even become get better results for your people so based on what you know now what do you wish you knew then what you know now so then before I invested before you started your business, Before what do you, yeah, what do you wish? No, sitting in the place that you are now, mm -hmm. thriving, growing agency, bringing on people, more clients than you can handle on your own to the point that you have to bring on an account manager. You are that good. Mm -hmm. What do you wish you knew then that you know now? It's okay to pivot. It's okay mm -hmm. to, if something's not working, it's okay to change. It's, it's like, you're not tied to anything and that's okay. Like you can try something, it might not work out and you just try something else. Yeah. Yeah. That is such great feedback. And I think, you know, what you've really shown is the ability to be fluid and flexible and, you know, listening and being in tune with what are the pieces that bring me joy. And if I'm not liking it, 
I got to make a change yeah. knowing that there's going to be a little bit of a lull while you're repositioning. The market's getting used to your new messaging. You got to build up the cred. There's going to be the lull, but trusting that it's the right move. I think that's just brilliant. Yeah, it's, it's brilliant definitely advice. something you have to like, you just don't know what you don't know. And then you think you have to stick to certain something because that's what everyone else is doing or something like that. But it's like, things can change. You know, you might not like anything anymore. Kind of like lean into what you enjoy doing is something also that I think is something that I know now. Yeah. Fantastic. So what's next for you, Presh? <sighs> what's next? <laughs> Definitely hoping to really grow really nicely into the agency model that I want. I think I still want to keep it pretty small. I don't know if I'm ready to be like, I have a team of 20 people. I don't know if I'm there. <laughs> <laughs> But just something really small that feels good for me. And then I really want to get a mini digital product out in the world. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I think the key words here is what feels good for me. And I think that has sort of been an underlying theme that you've been talking about through this whole thing. You know, I I want to I want to build this at a pace that feels good for me. I want to do something that feels good for me. And here's the thing, people are going to need to find you, they're going to need to follow you, and they absolutely need to be learning from you and most likely hire you. How can people find you? Yes. Yeah, so my favorite platform to hang out on is actually Instagram because mm -hmm. that is an engagement platform. So you can yes. find me at Crush Rogers. I'm pretty sure you'll put it in the show notes. Yes, ma'am. It's in the show notes. P-R-E-S-H sure. and Rogers with a D. People always ask me that. But that is definitely my favorite place to show up on for my Pinterest shenanigans. So definitely mm -hmm. come and hang out and say hi. Amazing. Well, thank you for your time today. Thank you for f sharing your story. I know that there's so many little truth bombs in there that all of the listeners need to be hearing and have a marvelous day. Thank you for having me. Bye. Thank you for listening to The Road to Seven. If you found value in what you've heard today, please leave us a five-star rating and a written review. You might just get a shout out on an upcoming episode and you never know when I'm going to be mailing some surprise treats to our reviewers. Make sure to subscribe so you automatically get notified when new episodes are released. Are you looking for a way to connect with other entrepreneurs that are facing the same challenges as you? I'd love to connect with you in the Road to 7 Facebook group on Instagram and LinkedIn. Just head to SheilaCummins.com. You will find all the links that you need right there. Together, we'll explore more ways to support your shift into action so that you can grow your business to finally match your vision. I love aligning your vision of success with strategic and intentional actions because that is how we will grow your business to match your vision. I focus on women, all women, because women hold the keys and the power to creating a powerful and positive world through their impact. We'll see you on the next episode.